Welcome into the AU Radio Comics Corner. I think you never outgrow your love of these stories. A weekly look at new and upcoming comic book releases. I loved anything that was imaginative, that was high concept, that was a little bit bigger than life. Join us. You guys are great. Pull up a beanbag chair, settle in, and thumb through this week's issues with George and Travis. Purveyors of entertainment, we hope. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another issue of the Comics Corner podcast. Hi, George. Hi, Travis. I do lines. <laughs> do lines? <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is a kid show. Not those kind of lines. Oh, okay, sorry. I, just, I almost broke into the voice again. I got to <laughs> break out of that. How you doing, Corey? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm ready to... I'm really excited for the uh, the first issue we got on deck today. Yeah, and I got to just get it out of the way or else I won't be able to concentrate. But uh, this is BPRD, The Devil You Know, number 14, the penultimate issue of BPRD in its final continuity. I have used that word wrong uh, for about 15 years, and it wasn't until we started hanging out on the reg yeah. that, I, that I learned penultimate isn't the ultimate. It's, 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 it's the one before it. Yep. <laughs> it's a, it, people in comic books love to use that word all the time. It's a fun word. It is a good word. And uh, I'm still going to continue to not say what they are now putting on the cover because uh, there's a huge reveal for what the like kind of final encounter that happens here um, in this comic book right on the cover. Uh, and I had been wondering and reminiscing, like, how the hell, pun intended, are they going to end this in two more issues or three more issues, you know, leading up to it? I, I'm just wondering how they got the licensing for the Grimace in the first place. <laughs> this, oh, it's, it's, well, and the, what George doesn't want to talk about is uh, the, the Philadelphia Flyers uh, uh, mascot, Gritty. Also makes an appearance. It's Gritty <laughs> and the Grimace fighting Hellboy. Yep, and they uh, they are the apocalypse. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It has now been revealed. Yeah. Abe um, Sapien is actually the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> and Johan is the ghost of Ronald McDonald. Oh, he deserves more than that. I'm sorry. Uh, he does. You're right. Um, so anyways, uh, they answer the question by the end of this issue. And how are they going to finish everything in one more issue? And they've kind of set everything up to come all crashing down. And it's great. Great. <laughs> and this begins our, our uh, couple of week countdown to the new movie. Oh, yeah. So which we'll get into on a radio. Proper. We absolutely will. Uh did you happen to read uh, this other one from Dark Horse? I did. Uh, Invisible Kingdom number one came out from G. Willow Wilson and Christian Ward. And it was a very high concept thing, but man, is that artwork amazing. Yeah, it was it was so colorful that I kept forgetting that it was it was Dark Horse and not Image. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, you're no. right. Well, Christian Ward has been working with Image more than any other publisher for the longest time. He's done a little bit of work at Marvel for like a couple of weird books like Black Bolt, I think, and some yeah. other kind of off-ball one, oddball ones. But man, yeah, his color palette is just insane. Gorgeous. What did you, what was your take on this one? So they have two stories that they're following throughout the thing. There's this kind of smuggling kind of crew, almost Firefly-esque that are just kind of making their way through space and their ship kind of has to crash land. And um, the other part of the story is this um, this uh, pilgrimage made by this this girl who's trying to make it to what is effectively like a convent or like a nun, you know, convent kind of a thing. Yeah. But in this crazy sci-fi world. Cloister. I didn't really yeah, sure. take them as, as smugglers, though, because oh, okay. the, the captain actually got mad when she found out that they were 
inadvertently doing something wrong. You're right. You're right. They, they seemed like more like freelance Amazon delivery people. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're they absolutely were, right. They were intergalactic bike messengers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they're all getting in a bunch about, you know, their delivery being late and they end up discovering something that they really kind of wish they hadn't discovered. And then it's the grimace. Yeah, yeah, it is. You, just, <laughs> you, you keep just spoiling keep things, Corey. <laughs> I know he's he's big this week. He is. He is. So I I thought it, it started out a little bit preachy, you yeah. know, talk, talking sure. against like materialism and all of that. But you know, once you get past that uh, that world building kind of, hey, this is what these guys are about. Mm-hmm. It, it really became a, a really cool story. I'm I'm definitely looking for. I have no idea if it's going to be a short series or ongoing, but I kind of hope it's an ongoing. There's a lot yeah. of like they've they've added a lot to the world just in one issue so far that they can really play around with quite a bit. So are we recommending pick this one up? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Pick it up, man. Depending on how how big this secret thing is, you know, and kind of will tell you how far they can stretch the story, I think. Yeah. Well, I'll grab a copy when I go downstairs. Do you want to throw one or two out? So I... The, the, there was a, a new Spider-Man story that came out. Yeah, there was. Called uh, Life Story, which uh, I was really excited when I saw it. Well, I actually, when I first saw it, I was like, good grief, another star- Spider-Man. <laughs> but then, you know, I, I kind of looked into it and I was like, oh, wow, they're going to take Peter Parker from 62 and just take him by uh, by decade and just age him until now. So in this one, he's kind of dealing with the whole, uh, it's, it's the 60s, all his friends are going off to Nam, um, and he's, mm-hmm. he's wrestling with that responsibility of, do I take the Spider-Man and go and help out, or do I stay here and, stay here here. and actually you know, finish college? Because he's, you know, he's Peter Parker, he's the genius, he's got all these internships all lined up, but he's also... Like that actually sounds really, really good. Oh, and it takes, you know, it takes like the Norman Osborn, the the Gwen Stacy elements, and they play around with those in a really kind of, I mean, it's, they're obviously kind of playing around with timelines and things like that and kind of rehashing all of it. But it it makes, it makes it feel like a really classic Spider-Man story. And the covers, I I dig that uh, almost monochromatic. Yeah, definitely. Hanging off the back of a Huey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, did you did you happen to read Dark Red? No, I didn't. Oh t- man, t- tell me you, about you it. You got some red on you. <laughs> yeah. So so Dark Red uh, from Aftershock. It's about this. Uh, you like that Aftershock label? They, don't they've you? been putting out some pretty cool stuff. Uh, so this guy he works at a gas station. Uh, the, the late night shift, just mopping up after drunks and stuff. But he happens to be a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I am a vampire. I am a vampire. And uh, you know, no, no Juno soundtracks. All right, fine. Kind of, kind of deals with his uh, his his life. Uh, you know, being a vampire in a small town, and then uh, working third shift at third shift at a, <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a gas and guzzle. Oh my god! <laughs> Just feeding on truckers. <laughs> uh, he, he's got this really cool setup that uh, you know. Not a huge spoiler, but this girl uh, comes over and uh, she's got a, a blood issue where she makes too much blood and oh, well, that's needs helpful. blood. So they kind of help each other out. There you go. That's helpful. 
That's what I'd like to call a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. And then these other vampires come in and ruin everything. Oh. Uh, <laughs> as always happens, third shift. It's 7 yeah. <laughs> Between the drunk truckers and other vampires. <laughs> uh, we got a new issue of Bloodborne. Uh, this one is the, the Song of Crows story. Which is fun because uh, really early on in the game, you kind of bump into this character if you go just to the right balcony and just the right place. And uh, she uh, kind of gives you some nice friendly advice, you know, to and to another hunter in the world. But this kind of gets into her backstory and how she's kind of gone crazy and become the hunter of hunters that she is and uh, kind of shows how cracked the psyche is of somebody that's existed in this downright Lovecraftian world for as long as she has. Um, but <laughs> Eileen the Crow is the name of this character, which I think is fun. <laughs> It's a really cool looking character. They have, yeah. they had like three different covers with some different. Uh, they, yeah, they had the video game art. Cover, they had yeah. like the design cover, and then they had one that was just drawn by one of the comic artists. So, yeah, they do a really they do a really good job with this it, comic. It book. looks like it would be a really fun uh, cosplay to do. Oh my Ooh. god! Oh yeah, definitely. If you if you were good enough to pull it off, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it because I'm way too big, but. <laughs> Uh, jumping back to Spider-Man real quick, just for a shout out, we got uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man number four, which I've been 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 picking up, but I have yet to to catch up on it. But it looks really really good. Who's writing that one? Uh, Saladin Ahmed, and he's, he's been he's done a couple of other things recently with other books. Like I feel like he isn't that who just picked up uh, Miss Marvel. I, you're right. I think that is. Yeah. I think you're. I think you're right. So kind of writing that that new generation of heroes kind of yeah. on the forefront of the battle lines and they're they've been really good so I don't know I, I love that guy he's he every picture that you see of him on on like Twitter he just looks like this huge guy the huge menacing guy but he's super funny that's awesome <laughs> did you read this one I did not I ah. flipped through it I, I didn't quite get to it uh, so from DC we got Naomi number three. And, uh, yeah, on the cover it says Secrets Revealed, and the, uh, not every single Secret's Revealed, but you start to, they start to pull back the curtain on how crazy the backstory is going to be with this character, and while they still haven't actually explained who she is, they've started to kind of, you know, get the snowball rolling downhill, and, yeah. like, the next issue, and probably the one after I, that, it's going to get crazy. I flipped through it and kind of spoiled a little bit at the end. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they reveal a secret, but it's not the secret she wanted. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But it's like honestly, it was enough that I'm still like they've got they, they've got me hook line and sinker. Like yeah, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I saw that page and I was like, oh, I definitely got to read that. <laughs> Jamal Campbell's artwork is phenomenal. Like it's so good. Like I was wondering if it was gonna like. I mean, not not that this always happens, but some comics have the tendency for the artwork to kind of fall off, and you can kind of tell that they had to rush through the end of it. That is not shown any inkling of happening. If not, if nothing else, it's just gotten better. Yeah, it's so good. I did know uh, what was that that we were talking about that happened last week. I, I noticed that happening in in one of the comics we read last week, but I don't remember what it was. I mean, they put artists on such crazy time like crunches that it, it, they just have to. Sometimes there's no way around it. Yeah, where it was like obvious that they were rushing through these pages to get to the action sequences that were amazing. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Middle West came out. Ooh, night. I did not get around to that one, but it looks oh, so good. You didn't read that one? No, I didn't. It was good. Who's the next one in my stack? Oh, you, you find out a little bit more about uh, the the lady at the at the traveling carnival. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, whether or not she's going to be able to help. The, the she was like an oracle, right? Or something, yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, she was in uh, uh, 
the weird forest wizard gave the kid a uh, a flyer with her with a crystal ball. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So he went and looked for her and... Learned a little bit more about her. Yeah. Cool. Which I won't tell you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm, I love this comic so much. And I think we're going to get one more issue next month, and I think that'll probably be the end of the first story arc on this one. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. It's been really cool. Yeah, you, you get... Uh, yeah, it, it, it just... A ton of stuff starts happening. Nice. I know, and we do try and avoid the spoilers here on the Comics <laughs> Corner. Uh, starting up the second uh, story arc of Farmhand, uh, we got Farmhand number six. I uh, did not make it to that one. That's that's all right. I, I love that cover. <laughs> I mean, they've all been so good. Like uh, it's in this one, they they really do start to ramp up. There's been like this whole conspiracy theory of you know like what um, Jedediah knows about his you know crazy you know uh, organ growing seed and whatnot, and like how crazy you know intrinsically he is tied to this and all of this stuff. It's it's just getting deeper and deeper in what's like really going on, and oh, uh, even he starts to see some ramifications that he had no idea were going to happen and so it's like okay <laughs> who'd have known messing with this would be bad right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that super fun i'm really excited to get another story out of this i really need to get caught up on that i think the last one i read was the one with the weird dog thing yes. that came out of the garden yes <laughs> oh man it's just been so fun did you did you get a chance to read the Firefly? No, no, I didn't. Uh, we had uh, from Boom. There should comics. be one of those in your box, Corey. There's a uh, Firefly Bad Company one shot that uh, tells a little backstory on Saffron, that weird uh, grifter girl. That do you know how much I love her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how much I love her! <laughs> uh. I know. I don't think I really cared for her when she popped up. I was like, "Ah, go away!" <laughs> oh no, no, no! It was, as soon as it was obvious that she was hoodwinking them in the series, I was like, "I love you. You're just, <laughs> you're the best. You're scamming the scammers." <laughs> oh, and playing every one of them against each other with, but just oh, she was so good. I love that character. Yeah. I, I, I also guess, I guess the over fact that I do want to slap her just means that she was a well-written character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like the kid on uh, Game of Thrones that had to quit acting because everybody hated him so much. <laughs> the kid who played Joffrey. Yeah. Oh my god. Aw, <laughs> you were too good at your job. Yeah, he, he really was. <laughs> he had like uh, the most punchable face I've ever seen. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Good casting on their part. Yeah. Oh, nailed it. Uh, quick shout out. I haven't actually read it yet this week. We need to get Batman 67. Oh, man. <laughs> that, wow. Thank you. Oh, man. Thanks. Did you read yeah, it? Yeah. Good. Uh, I brought it home and uh, Jen read it first and she's like, she ripped she, it out of your she hand. She brought it out and she's like, you have to read this next so that we could talk about it because <laughs> I am not sure what was going on. <laughs> There, yeah. Uh, I can't really say anything about it because, uh, again, it's it's those nightmare issues. Oh, are, they, are we still on that? Yeah. yeah this okay. Is, the this grimace is, shows up. What, number five in the nightmares. Uh, sure. And uh, Lee Weeks is back on the art, who's been doing a wonderful job. What, at, what's this one? All the way down. All the way down. Yeah. All the way down. So he's it, it's Batman battling this uh, masked figure all the way down a building just crashing through 
ceilings and going down stairwells and then he crashes through a a bar that's uh tended by porky pig uh-huh and, of course uh, <laughs> I, I feel like yeah. you could probably read this comic book while you're talking. Yeah, about there's it. there's like uh, only two pages with dialogue in it. There's one of them. Nope, it's just all action and and him falling down and down and down and down and and it's there's a pig. there's little there's little hints at to oh, what there he is. what might be going on if you look closely at the guy that he's battling, and then there's stuff going on in the background that. It's yeah, it's really cool. Okay, I promise I'm almost done. <laughs> I'll have to actually, I'll have to actually go through. Oh, what is that? Come on. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was literally, I was literally just reading what was on the page. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lots of onomatopoeia uh-huh. flying around. Uh, we had Grumble that came out. There you go. I am uh, kicking myself because I, I fell behind on that one too. But, oh, no. uh there's a there's a really awesome cover with it's all kinds of crazy stuff and uh, the the doggy's eating a chili dog. You said it looked like spaghetti. Yeah, it kind of looked like spaghetti. <laughs> he looks like Donnie and ET had a baby. <laughs> and is being carried around by Daria. Yeah. <laughs> well, Daria's friend. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> A uh, super cool one that just started coming back out that I really, really enjoy and I need to do a bit of catching up on. But um, Lazarus, uh, the series by um, Greg Rucka and uh, Michael Lark. <clears throat> that is a beast of a book. So yeah. it's well, tr- it's been on hiatus for a while. It Wait, has, but they put everything out at once? <laughs> so it's going to be a quarterly book now. Oh, cool, cool. And within the pages of each issue is going to be like a 40 to 50 page story and then a supplement to the age system World of Lazarus RPG. Dope. Yeah, and that looks like a really cool book. That's it, awesome. There's a lot of crazy sci-fi and, mm. you know, like political mythology that they've kind of built up in this comic book that would make for a really, really rich... RPG, it's crazy. Well, damn it! I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Pick that one up. It's great. Yeah, they have. Stats. I need to, do we have a collected edition of the first runs? Yeah, I think they have them in hardcovers and paperbacks. Okay, I kind of like to snag that. But thing. they even have like stats and stuff in the back for new characters and different uh, stuff you can do. And yeah, it's really cool. The merging of comics and RPG that has kind of you know with rolled and told now this mm-hmm. um, and uh, the. Rick and Morty D and D, like it's just such an amazing marriage that I'm so stoked about. <laughs> we're gonna get a uh, in the same vein. We're gonna get a system for Die, the comic that Karen Gillan is writing. Awesome! I heard about that. He's uh, he said so in the letters pages at the end. He's he's not like exactly sure how he's gonna start rolling it out, but he'll either have supplemental stuff in the back of the book where he starts doing like introductory like starter stuff. Very cool. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure he'll have a book eventually. That's and awesome. speaking of D and D, we had a D and D. Book come out. This oh, week. you know, I meant to pick that one up, but I forgot to. What, it which was, one is uh, it? Darkened Dream. Oh yeah, yeah. Which uh, had some had those little uh, crow guys that he had us fight uh, a few weeks ago. Was one of the main characters. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I always forget what they're called. Tengu. Tengu. Yeah. <laughs> I I love that guy and. In in the book, he just repeats things that he's heard, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which uh, helps the helps the group out. I, I played a Tengu character uh, in a Pathfinder game one time, and uh, I just made a character decision that he coughed up like rocks all the time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so I would just do it all the time. <laughs> nice. Did did you just repeat stuff that you had heard? Uh, I would repeat stuff everybody else said, but I would add to it, and then I would cough up a rock. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> gravel, gravel, gravel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It was uh, it was really good. It was uh, I, I I keep forgetting the artist's name from Tess. Tess Fowler? Tess Fowler, yeah. That's who uh, was the art on it. Nice. And she didn't disappoint. Hey. There was uh, Wolverine uh, Infinity Watch. Number two came out. And uh, is that just a really nice Rolex? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> has all the so, stones in it. So I, I was kind of uh, the first one was kind of iffy. This one is kind of rolling out to be a buddy cop movie. Oh, cool! With uh, Wolverine and uh, and Loki floating around in a long boat. <laughs> huh. That's a, that's a good team. Yeah, they're they're after the uh, so the Infinity Stones have uh, like gone into people. Mm, uh-huh. And they they need to uh, hunt them down and, and keep them? them away from people. Oh, okay. So there's all these people all over the universe coming to find them and and take them so they can have them. Have we exceeded the time frame in continuity where that one image of Wolverine holding like the, that one Infinity Stone in Legacy? Like, have we have so we passed that yet? That uh, it. When I first was reading about this story, they were saying that they were going to explain that stuff, but I haven't really seen anything about it yet. Okay. It's supposed, this is supposed to happen after that, but uh, they haven't really said anything. Okay. They keep introducing it with, uh, with like the, that weird uh, Phoenix Wolverine talking to like another old version of himself at like the end of time. And they're like, oh Yeah. Right, right. Let's, okay. let's look at this book and see what happened. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I, I've been enjoying it. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, did we get the BPRD Hell on Earth Volume 5 hardcover? I don't remember. Okay. Well, I'll have to make sure that that came out this week. We'll have to, if we didn't get it in yet, we will get that in soon. Yeah. Because that's a big one. That completes, that actually catches you up to the devil you know at this point. So if anybody has been catching up in collected edition, of which there is at least one customer that I will be excited to show, period, you know, is bad it, but yeah, uh, but yeah that's, that's exciting. Because then at that point, you're literally in the home stretch. If you are that close, then you actually have the ability to catch up and read the final issue of VPRD when it comes out, if you really want to. Nice. Dope. So. Uh, high level came out with uh, issue two. Did you read that one? I did. I don't think I read issue number one on that one. No, the issue one was really good. Uh, I was sad that I didn't get to issue two. Story of uh, this odd job girl that has to take this kid up to the to the quote unquote high level Ponzi place where all the snooty people live. I remember you mentioning that. That sounded, that actually, the way you were describing it, it sounded really good. You had me at hello. <laughs> that one came out with uh, the same week as Sharky. Oh, okay. So there was, there was a the lot Bounty of those, Hunter? there was a lot of those uh, really stylized painted comics that were coming yeah. out that week. And this, this has uh, some really cool art in it. What else did you have in your stack this week? Is that about it? Um, uh, worth a shout out once again from Dark Horse. Um, Harrow County, the library edition, volume two, volume dropped two. this week, yeah. which I need to catch up on. Also in collected um, Sunstone, volume six. There you go. Um, Very nice. And if there was a. If you're into that uh, kind of racy. Uh, yeah. And, and, but, but, uh, 
really a romantic comedy. Yeah. Like that comic is, is wonderful. And, uh, uh, little, uh, Tank Girl hardcover came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, old Dirty Tank Girl. Yeah, Old Dirty Tank Girl, <laughs> which is just her Tank Girl and uh, what's the... Sub Girl and And Jet, Jet Girl. Girl were all just taking a shower on the front. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a bunch of uh, random stories that they put out there. And the art is like completely different on each one. Yeah, it's each, really cool. Each story has a different artist in it. It's really cool looking. Well, uh, we got a bunch of stuff coming out next week. Ooh. Yeah. Um, just to run down the list real quick, just kind of barreling through stuff. Uh, from Boom Studios, we got Bone Parish number eight. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Coda number 10. Cool. And a double drop from Jim Henson being Beneath the Dark Crystal number eight and Labyrinth Coronation number 12, which they seem to have been 12 issue runs. Do you know if that's the end of that one or not? Uh, I haven't really been following it, but. Okay. Uh, Sounds right. Yeah, that sounds about right. So we might be seeing the end of that. Uh, oh, and then uh, a shout out for, for I guess, Katie. <laughs> uh, the WWE WrestleMania 2019 special number one. <laughs> Dude, you're going to blow your voice out again. Shut up. Yeah. No, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, jumping over to Dark Horse, we got uh, Black Hammer Age of Doom number nine. Nice. The Crimson Lotus uh, number five, which is the Lobster Johnson bad guy comic. Uh, Fight Club three, number three. And then... Uh, uh, Hellboy and the BPRD, and this is in the 1956 series, number five, and I think that's the end of both the Crimson Lotus and and the Hellboy and the BPRD runs for this uh, for this run. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the uh, Umbrella Academy Oblivion Hotel, number six, which should be fun for those that have kind of jumped on the bandwagon since the TV show. Do you, do, speaking of which, do we have more of one and two coming in? Uh, we have more. Oh of, my goodness, we have more of all of them coming in. Good yeah. God, yeah. yes. They, <laughs> Two was out of print for a little while, but they, they seem to have gotten a hold of that. And, <laughs> like, oh, yep. <laughs> oh, maybe we should fix that. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, War Bears, the hardcover collected edition. Yeah. Nice. I never did read the end of that, but that was a cool story. And then uh, the William Gibson Alien 3, uh, number five, the uh, original unedited or unaltered script. <laughs> not not the, the much compromised Joss Whedon version. You want to throw me a bone and read through DC for me? <laughs> I, I went through a weird uh, rabbit hole the other day. I, I, read, I, I watched Alien, and then I watched uh, uh, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> and then I watched uh, Terminator, and I was like, wow, all these characters, all these people are in all these. <laughs> That's so awesome. DC next week, we've got Action Comics 1009. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. I, uh, George's handwriting is tremendous. Uh, Bat Gissel. Which is Batgirl number 33. <laughs> Man. I was writing it. as fast as I could. I Give know, me a break. Just, <laughs> uh, Book of Magic number six comes out. The long wait for Detective Comics 1000 finally comes to an end. Yeah. Uh, so dial- many. So many. <laughs> dial H for Hero number one. Super corny. Uh, Flash number 67. Uh, one I'm really stoked on. Goddess Mode number four. Uh, Heroes in Crisis number seven, Shazam number four, and oh, number Corey, seven. That's Cor- the one that had the controversial cover, wasn't it? Yeah, I um, still haven't seen what they put in the variant. <laughs> Corey just turned into a superhero. I did. Wonder Woman number sixty-seven uh, from IDW. We've got Glow, Glow number one. Is that Glow? Glow? Yes, it oh, is. Uh, yes, it is. 
I, uh, I wrestled ladies of wrestling with a Shush, nice job. <laughs> I like it. Rick and Morty versus D&D director's cut number one. Which has the fantastic uh, red box cover. Yes. Um, Logue Tempest? Oh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Tempest. It's the, oh, cur- okay. it's the current run of <laughs> Alamore's. Uh, sorry. I figured it was an acronym, but I wasn't sure. Uh, number five comes out. Star Wars Adventures Solo, the graphic novel. It's like an all-ages thing. Uh, Transformers, number two. I think we should have number one coming in sometime soon. Yeah, I, I have some coming in. It's okay. just going to be late. Yeah. Uh, Image, we've got Black Science, number 39. Hardcore, number four. Ice Cream Man, number 11. Uh, Isola, also known as 19045, uh, coming in, number seven. Maneaters, number seven. Realm, number 12, which I'm stoked on. And for Travis, Sharky the Bounty Hunter, number two. <laughs> <laughs> I can take that over if you want. Yep. Uh, from uh, our good old friends at Marvel, uh, the Age of X-Men, uh, Extremists, number two, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, number 18, Black Panther, 10, Black Widow, three, Daredevil, three. Uh, okay, so we have number two of Hulk Vereens coming out next week. Oh, man. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> it's, it's a little three-issue mini. I think they know when they're yeah. trying to get away with something, so they kind of just... Kind of just, you know. Here's a dumb thing for you to have fun with. <laughs> so, exactly. So, I, I'd had no interest in reading that until uh, I, I don't remember which one of you were, were like going through the synopsis, and I was like, ah, crap. I yeah. <laughs> So that's coming out. We were judging a book by its cover, and then we're like, oh, <laughs> damn it, that does sound good. Uh, they have a little prelude to the Spider Man Far From Home uh, comic coming out. Uh, let's see, uh, the Dark Vader Dark Visions number two, which is that one with him on uh, the Dark Tauntaun. Shut up, I'm right. <laughs> uh, there's a What If trade paperback coming out, Ooh. which should be really fun. Those are always a good time. And then uh, X-Force number five. Uh, final mentions, uh, we got Lollipop Kids number four. Uh, Mega Ghost number four. Mega Ghost! And then, um, I don't know if we're going to get it in. I didn't look at her invoice yet, but uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch has an all-ages run, I believe. Ooh! Number one comes out yeah. next week. I want week. that. There you go. <laughs> so, uh... Who's ready for the deep dive? I think we are. What, so, what you got? So this week, uh, I, 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 it's a little bit of low-hanging fruit for me, and, well, all of us, uh, but probably my top five all-time favorite comics... Um, <laughs> Usagi Yojimbo. Nice. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar, Usagi is a anthropomorphic rabbit ronin. Well, and, the word just means rabbit. <laughs> well, Usagi does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Yojimbo is a uh, reference to Akira Kurosawa's Yojimbo. Yeah. Um, but he is a rabbit ronin uh, who is wandering the uh, Edo period Japan countryside um just just doing his thing and getting caught up in all kinds of things but if you've ever 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 been curious about japanese folklore this is absolutely the best gateway drug to getting into it Mm -hmm. because he takes all the classic stories all the classic japanese folk tales and reworks them into these amazingly gorgeous 
animal stories. <laughs> and and once in a while, the Ninja Turtles show up, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Stan Sakai uh, is, was really good friends with, is really good friends with uh, Kevin Eastman. And they, they went back and forth for a long time, putting the Turtles and Usagi together. And that was kind of like, I'm not going to lie, that was my introduction to it, was in the original Ninja Turtles series. Yeah. You know, Usagi showed up, and that was just... You're like, I want to know more about the samurai rabbit because he's dope. Yeah. And um, Sakai has been uh, like nothing but adherent to telling these tales in in an accessible fashion, but still getting Japanese history out to people. Yeah. It's like if Toshiro Mifune's uh, Yojimbo fell into Alice in Wonderland's rabbit hole. That is the the most (laughs) perfect description. And so it's it's absolutely one of the the greatest books you can possibly read. Um, They touch on everything from uh, The Hidden, which is um, stories about uh, Japanese Christians uh, who had to stay in little hidden villages um, to uh, honestly, he does uh, lone wolf and cub yeah. in the, in the series as well. And then you get some truly heinous Japanese like spirits and demons that come through <laughs> uh, in the form of like coyotes and stuff that, yeah. that come up. And it is, it is a fantastic read. It is a beautiful comic. It's funny. Like and has Neko ninjas. Oh, Neko ninjas, <laughs> and then and then you get into around like eight, and you get Usagi in space, right? So <laughs> just why not? yeah, dude. Uh, so check it out if you if you can. Uh, there's some glorious Dark Horse collected editions. Oh yeah, um, that that go back, and then there's even uh, collected first 100 from his Fantagraphics run. Yep. Yep. Um, which is pretty much not able to get any other way anymore. Having Stan Sakai sign my copy of that was one of the most delightful encounters I've ever had in a Comic-Con. Dude, I just want that deep, like technical difficulties noise because I'm about to punch you in the mouth. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. know, and I know. Actually, uh, Robert took a copy of The Art of Stan Sakai oh, that's to, awesome. uh, to Comic-Con last year or Rose, one of them. I don't remember where he was, but he took it and got it signed by Stan for me, so. That's awesome. But so and that's my that's my dream is to get a, a stand sketch and get it tattooed on me. <laughs> so uh, if you get the chance, uh, if you if you like any of the things we suggest, this one comes highly recommended from all three of us. So check it out. Absolutely. Well, uh, that uh, wraps up our comics corner for the week. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Listening to AU Radio Comics Corner. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground, copyright 2018, all rights reserved. Follow us on Twitter at AU underscore radio, Facebook at 
AU Radio Podcast, Instagram at au.radio, or you can email the show at podcast at advunderground.com. You can also support this show and all the shows on AU Radio by becoming a patron of the AU Radio Network. Find us on Patreon as AU Radio at Adventures Underground. You can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month. Thanks for listening.